Well, I was uh, reading the Vancouver Sun today and uh, reading Vaughn Palmer's column, and uh, I'd forgotten about that the topic was the Royal BC Museum, and I'd forgotten about the Royal BC Museum uh, since the um, the brouhaha uh, a few years ago uh, after the then Premier announced uh, that they were going to shut the museum down and spend a billion dollars to build a brand new museum. And, of course, uh, Premier Horgan at the time... Um, walked it back and said, look, that's on me. That's the wrong way to go. Uh, they had hired a new CEO. They had talked about decolonizing the museum and making changes. Well, the present CEO, uh, Alicia Dubois, uh, left uh, as well. So what's going on over at the Royal BC Museum? Uh, and, you know, what, what, should we, what should a modern museum that's supposed to represent BC history, BC culture, what should it look like? Uh, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, the museum, Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter, and uh, I'm not going to say an expert on the Royal BC Museum, but certainly one who's been there many, many times because he has young kids. Richard, welcome. Yeah, I feel like enough of an expert, Jazz, because <laughs> of all the hours I have spent there with my family. So I have uh, covered this story a lot, so I'm somewhat of an expert in that regard, but I feel like my true expertise is the number of hours I've had to log there with uh, two kids in tow. So my question to you, what is going on here? You know, it was all well and good for the Premier to say, hey, this is on me, I'm going to walk it back, and I think most British Columbians were appreciative of Mr. Horgan doing so because of the billion-dollar price tag, uh, and then one would assume they, they would have heard and, uh, you know, headed down the right course, but what's happened here? Yeah, it's been a total mess is what has happened here. And there's been greater political involvement over the last few years than ever before. So this stems not just from the province, uh, the promise that uh, John Horgan made as premier, which was to tear down this museum and rebuild a new one, but the work that uh, new tourism minister Lana Popham has been doing since she was sworn in uh, last fall uh, to work on um, rebuilding what is on the current footprint of the museum. And there has been a significant tension point there, Jazz, between Minister Popham and uh, Royal BC CEO Alicia Dubois. Uh, her mandate, Alicia Dubois, was to work towards a modern museum, but her heavy focus was on reconciliation and decolonization. And the sticking point was the closure of the third floor at the museum, where Dubois uh, wanted to keep that floor closed uh, for an extended period of time until the pro until the museum could totally rethink what it looks like. And Minister Lana Popham wanted to see it reopen, uh, explaining to the public about the challenges about colonization, uh, but also ensuring that it's open to boost tourism. And ultimately, the minister went out here and Alicia Dubois uh, put in her resignation, uh, which was not just about the third floor, but in that letter, she writes around wanting, unable to fulfill the goals that she had set out for herself and that her mandate had changed so much that she had left. I think the reality here, Jazz, was the museum needs to move forward and Dubois was doing so too slowly. Um, uh I guess the question to ask is here, but is the NDP here with a minister like Lana Popham also trying to read the tea leaves here and saying, look, where's public sentiment at? Uh, and I think anybody, most people, reasonable people would say, look, there have to be some changes, uh, but do we really need to get rid of that third floor? Can we reimagine it? Uh, and, and perhaps can we reimagine it 
while the museum is open, can we move forward? Is there a bit of, bit of that pressure on the NDP minister to say, look, we can't have it just permanently shut down for a few years while we try to figure out what to do with it? She's a local MLA here, and she reads the local newspaper. And the Victoria Times columnist has never seen more letters to the editor than it has about this issue. And universally, it was about, let's reopen the third floor, let's keep the museum intact, and then at that point, have our conversation about what the future looks like. I think most people agree that there needs to be a much better reflection in that museum about reconciliation. But BC is far larger than just the issue of re reconciliation. We should have in that museum a world-class exhibit speaking about the importance of First Nations communities in our province and what those First Nations communities bring uh, in terms of culture, and historical fabric and language that should be celebrated. We should have world class exhibits speaking about um, the role of forestry and the role of mining and the role of agriculture and our great heroes like Terry Fox. If you were to walk through the museum now, you would be lost in seeing those things. We also need a museum that is more inclusive for families. You know, my kids are 11 and seven. They've been going to this museum since they were tiny. Mm -hmm. And there are so few options there for them in terms of interactive exhibits, things that they can feel British Columbia. And there have been some temporary exhibits that have done that. There was one on Orca Wales. Yep. Those sort of things should be permanent. We should feel what it feels like to be a British Columbia, not just for locals here, but for visitors. And, and the last point, people are driving in Metro Vancouver listening, why should I care about muse the museum? It's a Victoria attraction. Well, whoever the new CEO is needs to embrace that and say, this is the museum for all British Columbians. There needs to be a way to, to tour some exhibits around the province, but also make people not just that live in Victoria, but that live in Vancouver and other places at home. They went, in terms of consultation jazz, they went to Prince George. Guess how many people showed up for that public consultation in Prince George. One, one oh, person had a feedback on what the future of the museum looks like in one of our most important cities in the province. That's laughable. Whoever the new CEO is needs to do a much better job at making the rest of the province feel connected to this institution. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Look, I, as Vancouver, I can say, yeah, I, 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 used to, I visited the museum when I was a kid and, and my parents took us there when uh, for, for a family holiday. I remember that. And you can say, look, it's a Victoria Museum. What has it got to do with me? But, you know, we Vancouverites will also expect the provincial government to be involved in some capacity when the Vancouver Art Gallery makes a move to its newer home with a brand new facility. Um, so it works both ways. And, and last time I checked, it's a provincial capital, tremendous amount of tourists go there. And if it is the home for our collective history, provincial history, we should be looking at it. Now, maybe a billion dollars isn't the response, uh, but you do have to take a provincial museum seriously. I think that's part of the issue. We sort of get bogged down on, well, you know, we're spending too much money, we, not right now with COVID and anything else, but our heritage should mean something. Preserving it and presenting it should matter, uh, and it should be world class uh, for a city like Vancouver. But I think you're right in regards to taking it, uh, taking some of those exhibits around the province would certainly be helpful. So moving forward, right now, it seems like the NDP just want this to go away, and they'll find a new CEO, perhaps give them new directions that that are probably closer to the sentiments of people writing to the Victoria Times colonist and say, look, do what you need to do, but do it a lot slower and consult. And I mean, is that is that where you think this is all going? 
Yeah, we know that this summer Old Town will reopen. That's one of the crucial pieces of the third floor. There's no timeline on when the first People's Gallery will reopen. I feel like politicians are going to become more involved in this than they ever have in terms of figuring out what the next steps are because they agree with a lot of the sentiment that you laid out, Jazz, that this is an important reflection of our culture in our province and there needs to be a CEO who sees it with the same urgency. The work that was being done by Alicia Dubois was critically important. She had um, groups here in Victoria that were well attended. People wanted to have that dialogue about reconciliation and those voices are crucial here. But clearly there needs to be sort of a different pace. You talk about slowing down. I think in part, this is about seeing what we've heard and making a decision, executing on what we've heard and moving past all of this. Mm -hmm. In terms of a physical home, I think that's not going to happen. We know that Premier David Eby was not as interested in the physical new museum as Premier John Horgan was. I don't expect a new museum there, although it is much needed. But I do expect there has to be new exhibits there. There's so much space now that they've blown out as they've altered Old Town. Mm -hmm. There has to be a way to fill that with ways to celebrate our culture, use the bottom floor, which is wide open, find ways to engage kids, use the outdoor space. There are so many options that doesn't just make it a good tourist attraction, but makes it something where people can feel connected. I was in Atlanta, Georgia once, Jazz, for mm -hmm. a visit, and we went to the Capitol building there. Mm -hmm. And you walk through that building, and it is in essence a museum and a political place, uh, because you go in every room and you feel connected to Georgia. You see exhibits about Coca-Cola, about peaches, about CNN, about the Olympics, about Martin Luther King Jr., important institutions in that state, and you feel connected to it visiting. The Royal BC Museum needs to find a way to do that so that people that experience it can feel connected to what's so incredible about our province. Richard, thank you uh, for your time today. And more stuff about Terry Fox. Get his stuff there as a permanent exhibit, including that camper van that's so iconic. I think there's so much we can do to celebrate BC Jazz. Absolutely. That's Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative uh, reporter.